Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another video. Today we're going to be going over another excerpt from Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. However, today's video is going to be a little bit different. We're not really going to be covering it from Vader's point of view. We're going to be covering it from Obi-Wan Kenobi's. Now, the book is really fun because it goes through both what Vader and Obi-Wan are doing in their respective times after Revenge of the Sith, and I truly feel like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show should have taken a ton of inspiration from this novel, as it was released in 2005, as a continuation of the extended universe of Revenge of the Sith and I think it did a fantastic job. However, of course, The Kenobi Show chose to be 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, and this one is pretty close to just after Revenge of the Sith. So this excerpt here is Obi-Wan, of course, on Tatooine, and he is discussing to himself, of course, his blame for Anakin turning to the dark side, but also driving Vader deeper into the dark side. And this is something a little more interesting than just blaming himself, which we've seen a million times. So let's get to the excerpt and let's talk about it. It's fairly short, so here we go. As impossible as it seemed, Anakin had survived Mustafar and had resumed the Sith title of Darth Vader. How could Obi-Wan have been so foolish as to bring Luke here, of all worlds? Anakin's home world, the grave of his mother, the home of his only family members. Obi-Wan gripped the lightsaber he carried under his robe. Had he driven Anakin deeper into the dark side by abandoning him on Mustafar? Could he face Anakin again? Could he kill him this time? From the far side of the street, he shadowed Owen and Beru as they moved from store to store, stocking up on staples. Should he warn them about Vader? Should he take Luke away from them and hide him on an even more remote world in the Outer Rim? So this excerpt reveals a ton of really fun and interesting things we can think about and theorize. This of course is after Obi-Wan finds out that Vader is alive, and he found out he was alive from being in a bar, in a cantina, and he overheard two people talking about Darth Vader, loyal to the Emperor. Basically the Emperor's attack dog, and they revealed this hologram of Darth Vader, and Obi-Wan's heart absolutely sank. And in my opinion, this is a much cooler way of Obi-Wan finding out that Anakin survived and that Vader is who he is. This black-clad suit of iron. So, of course, we have heard Obi-Wan blame himself for Anakin's fall. But this one really caught my interest because it's much more than that. It's about him blaming himself for leaving Anakin there. And we haven't really dived too deep into this in any other Star Wars medium where Obi-Wan actually contemplates maybe he shouldn't have left Anakin on Mustafar burning and chopped up. 
Which of course gives rise to, you know, what if Obi-Wan didn't leave Anakin on Mustafar, which I made in a fanfiction years ago in a two-parter or three-parter. And I really enjoyed making that one, so you can check that out if you so wish. But I have to say, the answer to this is written by Matthew Stover in the Revenge of the Sith novel. Now, of course, these are legends, these are extended universe, but naturally when George Lucas was in charge, which in my head makes them kind of canon, but at the end of the day, they're of course legends and extended universe material. Now, in the Revenge of the Sith book, Matthew Stover actually said that Obi-Wan didn't have time to go and get Anakin, or to kill him, rather. He didn't really talk about grabbing him and saving him, and he'd said that he couldn't do it for two reasons, one of which he saw the Emperor flying overhead and knew that if the Emperor got out, he would absolutely kill Obi-Wan, and the other was that he wouldn't be able to get back up the high ground because it was just all soft soil, and so he feared falling into the lava himself. So let's continue with something else that I want to discuss here, which is him wondering if he could face Anakin again. Could he kill him this time? So already he's made up his mind that he needs to kill Anakin. He doesn't feel any sort of redemption is necessary. He doesn't think that Anakin wants to be redeemed. He's pretty sure that Vader is hell-bent on finding him, and in doing so, he's going to find his son, Luke. So as he's basically shadowing the Lars family and, of course, Luke Skywalker to protect them, he's having this crisis in his mind where he's blaming himself for not only leaving Anakin there, but thinking that that is the reason that Anakin is now more driven into the dark side, much like what happened with Darth Maul. Obi-Wan killed Darth Maul or sliced him in half, and this made him absolutely insane, as he saw later on in the Clone Wars. And so he feared that maybe this is what happened to Anakin now, and he's just completely lost. Which, of course, we know isn't the case. Anakin was still very much in there. However, you know, just calm and collected. Well, not so much calm, but more so stoic than Darth Maul was when he became the spider thing. Let's talk about the other thing that Obi-Wan mentions about taking Luke away from the Larses and hiding him on an even more remote world in the Outer Rim. Now, this idea I actually really like. I wish Obi-Wan would have done this, man. I wish he would have just, you know, pulled his pants up and taken Luke away and started training him since he was a youngling. I think that's what Luke needed. I think that's what the galaxy needed. And I think it would have made for a much more powerful Jedi in a time of need. And I think this could have even perhaps saved Vader because Luke would have been able to challenge the Emperor and maybe learn Tutaminus, which is the ability to reflect lightning back to the opponent just with your hand, just with the force, kind of like what Yoda did with Dooku and Palpatine. So in doing so, I think that Luke might have been able to actually save Vader and Anakin would have still been with us today if only he had been trained at a younger age. I would love to make this fanfiction about Obi-Wan taking Luke to another planet and training him at a younger age because I think it would change a lot in the Star Wars timeline. Personally, I would have rather he taken Luke and Leia to Dagobah and trained them there. And the reason that they would never be found is because there was a dark it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
dark side energy on Dagobah that the Emperor wasn't able to pick up on. It was clouding everything on the planet. And the reason for that, of course, is very, very legends. It's because, you know, Yoda went there when he was young and he ended up fighting this, like, dark side Sith Lord guy and killed him and his energy just kind of stayed on the planet. So let me know what you think about this excerpt. I think it's pretty cool that Obi-Wan blames himself for not having saved Anakin and for abandoning him on Mustafar. And actually he's thinking, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but maybe that's now the reason that Anakin is so engulfed in the dark side as compared to before. And him recognizing that the dark side is so incredibly powerful that he wouldn't be able to face Anakin again doubting his own abilities as a Jedi. And keep in mind, this isn't the Disney Obi-Wan Kenobi where he like gives up on the Force and gives up being a Jedi and all that crap. This is where he's actually continuing to be a Jedi in servitude of Yoda to protect the last Jedi that will be the new hope for the galaxy, which is Luke Skywalker. So let me know what you guys think down below. I always love reading your comments about this and reading your own fan fictions. Thanks for watching today's video, and I'll see you all in tomorrow's. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.